Adam Crowley Show. I've never felt so alive until now. On ESPN Pittsburgh and the iHeartRadio app. That's what they should be called, the National Kangaroos. But don't call them Joey's, because we got the porter. Yeah, he's the sack it up, made to order. That's all you have to do to win Steelers tickets. Call us up at 412-922-2874 and give us your best Steelers rap. Couple bars, 10 seconds, doesn't have to be long. And if yours is the best at the end of the show, we will give you tickets to Steelers Titans on Saturday at 4 o'clock. So, so far, Paul Dog's in the lead. Got until the last segment of the show to get your stuff in. Yeah, Paul Dog's... He's running away with it, but that doesn't mean that you can't bring it. Because while Paul Dog did entertain us more than any other caller, you might just be a better technical rapper. Yeah. I mean, you might be more concise. And we always say brevity's the soul of wit. I made that up, in fact. It's my saying. Brevity's the soul of wit. Came up with it. 412-922-2874. Titans, Steelers, 4 o'clock, Saturday. You can be there for free. Before I opine on... Urban Meyer, like we've done all show, I think it's probably the right time to reset this bad boy. Let me get you up to speed on what the findings were in the report yesterday. Not enough places give you the opinion and make sure that you are up to speed on all of the different circumstances, everything that was surrounding Urban Meyer and Zach Smith and the Ohio State program. So here's what we got. Earl Bruce was a former head coach, is a former head coach at the University of Ohio State. Yeah, I'll say it that way. They're not the Ohio State University anymore. They're the University of Ohio State. I'll call him what I want to call him. Meyer admitted to treating Zach Smith differently because of who his grandfather is. Former Ohio State Earl Bruce. That's nepotism, and it clouded his judgment, and he gave him the benefit of the doubt and followed his heart instead of his head. Meyer lied at Big Ten Media Day. He was asked about a 2015 incident between Zach Smith and his wife and said he didn't have any knowledge of the situation. And he said, who would make up such a story? Urban's wife knew in 2009 and was concerned, but it's come out that she knew the whole time. Quote, given the closeness of their relationship and Shelley's concerns, we believe it is likely that Shelley and Urban Meyer had at least some communication about these allegations in late 2015 and were concerned about them, end quote. When pressed yesterday, Meyer said, I was not aware of Shelley's text messages at the time. Why did Urban hire Zach Smith at Ohio State? Meyer said at Big Ten Media Days that he was aware of a domestic violence issue while Zach Smith was a graduate assistant for him at Florida in 2009. So why was Zach Smith hired as a full-time assistant at Ohio State? And why, then, did Urban Meyer feel like it wasn't necessary to tell the athletic director at the time that this was something that had gone on? Then there's Urban's memory issues. The school's report said investigators learned that Meyer has sometimes had significant memory issues in other situations where he had prior extensive knowledge of events. He also periodically has taken medicine that can have negative effects and impair his memory, concentration, and focus. What a load of horse crap that is. A lot to unpack here. I'm shocked, firstly, that an independent investigation into the school by the school finds that there wasn't a cover-up. Stunning development. Doesn't lying in the media at Big Ten Media Day mean that he at least covered it up to the media? 
A report surfaced last night that Urban Meyer, when finding out about the investigation, searched answers as to how to delete text messages that were over a year old. Doesn't that imply that he was trying to be dishonest? Doesn't it imply that there was something he didn't want to get out? Why else would he do that? Was he trying to get more space on his phone and take selfies like Dak Prescott? Didn't Urban cover up Smith's violence issues when he hired him to Ohio State and didn't tell the president about problems he knew Smith had? Urban Meyer also protected Smith at every turn. Smith was routinely late to meetings. He was having an affair with somebody within the university. He was having sex toys delivered. He was taking pictures of his junk at the White House. And Urban Meyer defended him and hid the information at every turn. Urban's memory gap, we'll get to that in a moment. But they've got a safety net, right? If his texts were to resurface, the ones that he thought he deleted, then holy crap, they've got that safety net. Miss Goosey, I forgot. Had you told me earlier in the day what the investigation would yield, I'd have told you that he should be fired. Had they announced their findings prior to the press conference, that would have changed the entire tenure of the press conference. The facts now have come out. And the verbiage of some of the nonsense tells me that he knew and he did cover it up, yet Ohio State looks at it and spins it. Okay, back to the memory lapse, because it's my favorite part of the whole thing. Shouldn't the memory lapses alone be enough reason to fire a coach? If my coach is having problems remembering things, I don't want him running my program. And it sounds harsh. You don't know what medical condition there is. But I want somebody who is of sound mind and body running my program. What if he forgets to call a recruit, calls him again, and commits a violation? What if he keeps players for 21 hours instead of 20 hours? Because he forgot. Violation. What if he hands out more scholarships than allowed because he forgot? He forgot to hand the ball to Zeke Elliott until the playoffs a couple years ago, right? If I lost my train of thought all the time on the air, I'd be fired. I did earlier in the show. but It was a one-time thing, so just don't worry about it. What this tells me is something we already knew. But this is the just-win-baby society. History tells us that in sports, if you win, you're a star. Nothing bad can happen to you. Former Steelers wide receiver Cedric Wilson was anything but a star. He beat his wife in two, or he beat his ex-girlfriend in 2018 in a bar. He was cut hours after that. James Harrison had a domestic dispute, not cut. James Harrison, a star. Cedric Wilson, not. Hugh Freeze, ten games under 500 SEC record. He calls a hooker gone. If Urban Meyer called a hooker, is he gone? No. Why? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Rick Pitino was fired two years after it was learned that recruits were being given women to have sex with on recruiting visits. Why two years after? Well, you got to give them a little bit more time to win a championship. Rich Rodriguez got fired this year for sexual harassment. He says he was just having an extramarital affair. He said it never was sexual harassment, but... Others will disagree. She disagreed. He gets fired. He was only eight games over 500 at Arizona. Had he won bigger, had he had more success, he'd still be there. When Greg Schiano was reportedly hired by Tennessee this offseason, fans in Knoxville rioted. 
Probably the kangaroos jumping up and down. They said it was because of his ties to Penn State and the Joe Paterno fiasco. Now, that was the excuse. It's because he's one game over 500 in his college coaching career and 10 games under 500 in the NFL. Administrations don't have the balls to fire coaches when they have won because the industry is only about the Ws. And fan bases are right there with them. Fans rioted when Paterno was let go. They demonstrated when Urban was suspended because they are winners. Nobody bats an eye when Hugh Freeze or Rich Rudder let go. And the thing is, Ohio State's supposed to be bigger than this. They fired Woody Hayes. They fired Jim Tressel. They can't fire Urban Meyer and still go out and win a national championship? Nonsense. Urban Meyer's apology yesterday left a lot to be desired. It was as insincere as they come. I know that the impact that the events of the last three weeks have had on this institution, an institution that I love, and how challenging this has been for our community, our president, a man who I have great respect for, and for that I am deeply sorry. I'm fully aware that I'm ultimately responsible for the situation that has harmed the university as a whole and our department of athletics and our football program. I want to apologize to Buckeye Nation. I followed my heart, not my head. I fell short in pursuing full information because at each juncture, I gave Zach Smith the benefit of the doubt. As I reflect my loyalty to his grandfather, Earl Bruce, who was my mentor and like a father to me, likely impacted how I treated Zach over the years. I did not know everything about Zach Smith, which was what Zach Smith was doing, and I'm pleased that the report made this very clear. However, I should have demanded more from him and recognized red flags. I needed to show more care and concern for the entirety of the situation and the people involved. I should have been more demanding of him in the same way I am of my players, other staff members, and myself. I should have done more, and I am sorry for that. I did a poor job at Media Day. It's a big reason why we're here today. I was not being as complete and as accurate as I should have been at Media Day and afterward. But there is no intent to mislead. My role is to set a good example. In this instant, I did not live up to the university's standards. The suspensions are tough, but I fully accept them. I wish I could go back and make the different decisions, but I can't. These difficult lessons are a constant reminder of the duties and obligations that I have as a member of this university and this community. I take full responsibility for, I take this responsibility very seriously, and I will do better. I've been a Buckeye my entire life. For the past six years, I've worked diligently to build a program that the great state of Ohio and Ohio State can be very proud of. And I appreciate the opportunity to learn from a mistake, and I'll work as hard as I ever have to make our strong program even stronger. Thank you very much. The worst apology that wasn't an apology was supposed to be directed towards Courtney Smith, and it wasn't an apology. What message do you have for Courtney Smith? Well, I have a message for everyone involved in this. I'm sorry that we're in this situation. And uh, I'm just sorry we're in this situation. He's like the kid who got caught reaching into the cookie jar. And he feels bad, not because he was going to eat a cookie and it was going to spoil dinner. No, he feels bad that he's going to get in trouble. This is Mary Jo White talking about Urban Meyer's comments at Media Day. Baby blue and white. Baby blue and white. Sorry, not baby blue and white. Uh, That's my bad. How about Mary Jo White? 
Despite Coach Meyer's clear awareness and monitoring in 2015 of the law enforcement investigation of Zach Smith for domestic violence, uh, we ultimately did not conclude that Coach Meyer deliberately lied during his comments at Big Ten Media Days on July 24, 2018. You tell me if this sounds like Urban Meyer deliberately lying. Well, I am going to address the 2009 because I've been asked about that. 2009, Zach was an intern, a, a very young couple. As I do any time, and I imagine most coaches or people in leadership positions, you receive a phone call, first thing you do is tell your boss, uh, let the experts do their jobs. Uh, we're certainly not going to investigate. It came back to me that what was reported wasn't actually what happened. And so uh, Shelly and I actually both got involved because of our relationship with that family and um, advised for counseling and wanted to help as we move forward. 2015, I got a text late last night that something happened in 2015. and. Uh, there was nothing, uh, unless, once again, there's nothing, you know, once again, I don't know who creates a story like that. And then this recent one was, uh, you know, you press pause, it's something our team lives by, E plus R equals O. You get an event, you press pause, get your mind right and step up, press pause to gather information, uh, get your mind right to gather energy and, and then step up to do the right thing. That's uh, the position that I hold, and that's why we did that. Apart from the geography lesson there, the thing that stood out to me was, who creates a story like that? That's his quote, even though he knew everything that was going on at the time. Coming up next, the guy who broke the story, the guy who knows about everything going on around the program right now is Brett McMurphy. Can't wait to talk to him. That's next, Crowley Show. Ding dong, touchdown. He wouldn't shut up, so we gave him a talk show. Sometimes I'll start a sentence. And I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Not much going on in the way of Pittsburgh sports today. Unless you love Backup inside linebackers or kickers getting extensions. I realize Vince Williams is going to start this year. Don't kill me for that, okay? But the big story around sports right now, and I think it transcends sports, is what's going on at Ohio State. And the guy who's been all over it from the start, the guy who broke the news, Brett McMurphy from WatchStadium.com joins us now on the Crowley Show. Brett, thank you so much for taking the time today. Sure. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm sure you're busy and you're being inundated with requests, so we do appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I'm interested in the journalism aspect of this, first and foremost, Brett. When you report this story, do you expect it to go down the way that it has? Do you expect the administration to go about it in a similar way, at least, to the way that they have? Well, no, because when I first reported the story back in July, the entire focus was on Zach Smith's domestic violence uh, history. Uh, I had heard that he had some issues in his past at Florida, so I put in a public records request in the state of Florida at various places and also in Ohio and found out that he had been arrested in 2009 while on the staff at Florida for uh, aggravated battery of a pregnant female. And then also he had a domestic violence protection order filed against him in Ohio um, in July of 2018. Neither, neither one of those instances had been reported, and so I reported that. That was strictly the focus of my reporting. 
Ohio State fired him 50 minutes after I reported that on July 23rd, and then the next day Urban's infamous press conference at Big Ten Media Days where he said he has no knowledge and asked who would create a story like that while I was sitting at about the 20th row in the Chicago downtown Marriott at Big Ten Media Days, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, I would create that story because I've got the police report. So my focus on my reporting totally shifted what Urban said he didn't know anything about it. So I wondered why in the world would you fire somebody if you said you didn't know anything about 2015, and why are you saying you don't know anything about 2015? So basically I then, you know, continued to report, uh, was able to talk to Courtney Smith. Um, I asked her specifically if Urban knew. What do you think he knew? She provided multiple mounds of evidence, text messages, emails, photos, etc. And so then I reported that on August 1st. The school launched an investigation, and then following that investigation, they suspended him for three days. So when I first started doing this, I had no clue it would have turned into something like this, but ultimately it did for one reason, and that's because Urban Meyer lied at Big Ten Media Days. If he says he knew about 2015, I, I'm not so certain I would have uncovered a lot of the things that I did because a lot of the things I uncovered was proving that Urban Meyer knew about it. So it's, it's um, I guess it's ironic how that worked out. Because you did unearth those things, and the reporting was so thorough, when you hear things yesterday like Urban Meyer had no attempt to mislead, uh, that he didn't deliberately lie, how does that make you feel? Uh, yeah, I didn't deliberately you know, plan to speed 90 miles an hour in a 50-mile-per-hour zone either. I mean, he either lied or he didn't lie. Um, you know, it's comical when I hear that. It sounds like you're talking about a about a a six-year-old. You know, I didn't deliberately lie. Um, basically, everything Urban Meyer has said about this has been a lie. Uh, he found out about domestic violence incidents in 2015. Urban Meyer and Gene Smith both failed to notify Ohio State's compliance office. Um, there were multiple transgressions on Zach Smith's part during his time at Ohio State, and each time Urban Meyer never disciplined him. Um, I would strongly suggest if people out there have not read the Ohio State investigative report, it's 23 pages. It's If it was a novel, they'd say it was a quick read, it was a good read. You will be, you will be stunned at how much Urban Meyer knew and how much Urban Meyer covered up to keep Zach Smith on the staff. And yet, even with all of this evidence, Ohio State decided they still want him to be their head football coach, which basically sums it up that there's the most important, excuse me, the most important thing at Ohio State is the football program. There's no doubt about that, and it was brilliant and disgusting all at the same time, the order in which they did what they did yesterday. First, they announced the suspension. They allow Urban Meyer to have the questions, and then they released the report. So it's not like you guys uh, or media members who were Could there anyone, right, yeah. don't have yeah, an opportunity. That was Bush League. I mean, the, the investigative report was incredible. The, Mary Jo White and her, her staff, her law firm, did an unbelievable job. I literally knew about, well, I knew about all of it, but I'd reported about 90% of it. Um, there were a couple of things that I didn't report that Courtney and other sources had shared with me, but I couldn't, but I couldn't um, confirm it, so I didn't report it. 
But no, it's very thorough. But then to release that report after the media, after the press conference is over, um, there was a reason for that because the questions that would have been asked would have been totally different. And now when Urban Meyer ever addresses the media again in two weeks or three weeks, whenever that day is, and if the Ohio State beat writers actually have the guts to ask him about some of this stuff, he's simply going to say, I already discussed that at the press conference. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to talk about this year's team. And he'll never have to answer these questions again. Does Gene Smith deserve to be fired because of this? You know, I mean, Urban should be fired without question. Gene Smith, I don't know because actually there's in the investigative report, there's some key bits of information that actually showed Gene Smith actually wanted Jack Smith fired in 2016. Urban Meyer said no. Gene Smith also was never told by Urban Meyer in 2011 when Urban Meyer hired Jack Smith. Urban never shared with Gene that, oh, by the way, in 2009, he was arrested for domestic violence. So Gene Smith obviously made a huge mistake not telling compliance in 2015 about domestic violence issues. But I don't, all this stuff that went on, it was, Zach Smith was under, was, Urban was a supervisor. So I would actually, you know, Gene actually showed that he kind of realized the situation and that he, he tried to get rid of Zach in 2016, but ultimately Urban made the decision to keep him. So I, I actually have no problem with Gene being there. I think his biggest mistake was, was um, not, not reporting the 2015 incident to compliance. Why does Jim Tressel get fired and Urban Meyer doesn't? I don't know. Somebody just pointed out, I think Todd Gurley got suspended, I think, four games for selling $3,000 worth of autographs, and Urban Meyer basically kept the wife beater on staff for six years at Ohio State. She was at five years with him at Florida. And he gets three games. I, I have no clue. I mean, the, the thing is, that it, it's it's so sad. I would say it's comical, but it, there's nothing funny about this. But it's sad that Urban Meyer continually said in that press conference, "Well, I wish I knew more. I wish I knew more. I would have done more." Urban knew. Urban knew everything. He knew everything. He just chose not to do anything. Um, there were multiple inci- um, incidents in the uh, investigative report that details. Zach Smith blowing $600 at a strip club on a recruiting trip, which caused Urban Meyer to change the coach's manual, prohibiting pornography to be sent over your um, university-issued cell phone. So what happens the next year? Zach Smith is having sex in the football offices with the secretary, taking pictures of it. He's taking pictures of his private parts in the White House. And then a few months after that, he's being investigated for domestic violence. So all of these things continually get added up. Urban Meyer sent, Urban Meyer and or Ohio State sent Zach Smith to drug rehab in June of 2016. They sent him to Mason, Ohio for 10 days of treatment for multiple addictions and also to determine if he had a sex addiction. It's a 10-day, minimum 10-day stay, and after that, you're required to stay two weeks, three weeks, or four weeks. Jeff Smith left after four days. Again, there's, there's multiple, multiple, multiple incidents where Zach Smith did things 
that any other coach on the face of the earth that was an assistant coach would have been fired. Yet Urban Meyer looked the other way every time and simply did anything. So when he says he wished he knew more, I don't know what else he could know. He knew everything. He just didn't do anything. Brett McMurphy joining us here on the Crowley Show. Last couple of things for Brett. Uh, You mentioned the recruiting trip, a lot of the things that took place uh, at the Ohio State facility. Because it happened there, why doesn't the NCAA have jurisdiction since a bunch of this stuff was going on with Zach Smith inside the program? Well, in a weird way, it's it's not extra benefits for student-athletes. Um, so it doesn't cover anything there. Um, there could be some recruiting issues. If you're depending on who was on the recruiting trip in the, in the strip club, that could be a possible NCAA violation. Um, but usually the NCAA investigations aren't conducted by the NCAA. It's the member schools invest when they're made, when they're notified about possible violations, which is usually through media reports, then they investigate it themselves. And then they forward that information to the NCAA, and at that time the NCAA determines what, if any, punishment there is. So I don't know if the NCAA would come in and look at this. Certainly, if they are, they will not confirm that they are looking into NCAA issues at Ohio State. But it certainly does raise a lot of questions. I'm certain that people will be looking into that, and that's one of the one of many questions yet to be answered: is how will this impact Ohio State um, as far as the NCAA is concerned? Is this systematic in college football, nepotism, old boys club, protecting people for doing things they shouldn't be doing? Do you think that this is going on in a majority of the programs out there? Do you think it's going on in half the programs out there? Do you think it's going on around the country? Well, I certainly hope not. I mean, I would think that it's, you know, it. I don't think this is normal by any means. I think this is, uh, you know, one of the elite programs in the country. They are obviously important. Football is the number one priority there. I don't think you see that at a lot of other places. Um, I, I don't think it would have happened at a lot of other places. Um, you know, this is totally different, but just a totally mindset. I got an email from Stanford today. Uh, well, the, not the, all the national media did. That basically Bryce Love, their stud running back, Heisman Trophy candidate, would be on a conference call today. <laughs> but the subject... The subject of the email said, human biology major Bryce Love will be available on a teleconference. And, you know, it's just funny seeing an email from Stanford, and there's no mention that he's a running back. There's no mention he's a Heisman candidate. It's, oh, by the way, the human biology major Bryce Love will be on a teleconference. So not everybody's like Ohio State, thankfully. I'm sure there are some schools like that. I would hope to think that a lot of schools aren't like that. I do know since I first started reporting this, I've had dozens of athletic directors and, and football coaches from other universities reach out to me and, you know, basically say, look, you're doing a great job. Keep, keep digging in and reporting. But also they would say that, you know, look, you just ruined our, our day today. But they were joking. They were saying that basically every, every one of their staff members had to get out their contracts and go through their contracts and see specifically what they're responsible for is, as far as reporting domestic violence issues, you know, because I'm not saying there's other domestic violence abusers on all these coaching staffs, but certainly each coaching staff has their share of knuckleheads that, that may not make the best decisions. And so basically all these coaches want to know what exactly they're responsible for, because I think what scares a lot of these head coaches the most 
is this is basically one assistant coach has basically not brought down but severely damaged the legacy of Urban Meyer. And so if one coach can do that to Urban Meyer, you know, what, what's going to keep that from happening to other coaches around the country if they have a, a rogue assistant coach out there? Last thing for you, Brett. Ohio State, any fan you talk to will say, I'm from the Ohio State University. And I thought that the football program was always bigger than any one man. I think yesterday it kind of proved the opposite, didn't they? I think so. And again, you know, the board meeting went on for over 11 hours. We don't know what what happened behind closed doors. There were reports that Michael Drake insisted on a suspension for Urban Meyer. He was not going to accept an uh, a suspension. So, you know, again, you can you can't really read much into that. But I think ultimately um, the importance of football for the people in that room outweighed. Um, the fact that they've got somebody that had a staff member and helped him cover up domestic violence, whatever perception that will be going forward, the importance of winning the Big Ten, going to college football playoff, outweighed that. And maybe part of that reason is they also weren't prepared to pay Urban Meyer $40 million to go away. I think it was a combination of those two factors. Brett, really appreciate you taking the time, uh, not just to join us on the show, but to dive into the reporting the way that you have uh, today with all the hashtag fake news nonsense. Uh, it's good to see that real journalism is still out there. So appreciate it, and thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. There he goes. Brett McMurphy, holy hell. Yeah, there's no excuse for Urban Meyer to not have been fired, uh, as far as I'm concerned. And... I think most people are on that side. I think most people understand that the things that were going on there, it was domestic beating of a spouse. It was domestic abuse, but it was also doing a bunch of things around the team and around the program. And Zach Smith, you have to think, feels empowered by getting hired at Ohio State, first of all, even though Urban Meyer knew about everything. And then every time Urban gives him a break, every time he gives him a break about being late for a meeting, every time he gives him a break for being late to a film session, every time he gives him a break for this, that, and the other, that makes him feel like he's invincible to the point where he can have sex with a woman and take pictures of her in the building, to the point where he can bring pornography and take pictures of a Johnson when he's out on a recruiting trip and be a terrible role model for a lot of these athletes. And not all these athletes are... Choir boys either. I mean, let, let's be real. But for him to be able to be there and have carte blanche do whatever the hell he wants to do with Urban's blessing is such a terrible, terrible mindset to instill into a program. And Brett did a really good job of answering a question that I was going to ask a different way. I was going to say, do you think coaches feel empowered now that they can get away with a bunch of crap and only come away with a suspension. And what Brett said was kind of the opposite, where he had a lot of coaches calling him and texting him and saying, hey, man, now we're looking into our coaching staffs. And maybe it can have a positive effect in that way. Coming up next, whew, it's the hottest take of the day. It's other crap, and it's the three stars of the show. It's ESPN Pittsburgh. The Adam Crowley Show. What is that? It's... There's some still. Oh, oh, there's some still stuck to my mouth. Get rid of it. I can't. It's awful. Okay. Uh, we, uh, I heard a little bit of Harry Carey. Uh, 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 
Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. If you missed the Brett McMurphy interview or you just want to soak it all in again, you can check it out shortly on ESPNPGH.com. You can check it out on ESPN's Twitter account. I'll make sure I'll tweet it out later. Brett's very good. He dug this bad boy up. And there was one point in the interview where I asked him about Urban Meyer saying he didn't deliberately lie. And you could hear Brett pull the phone away from his face so he could chuckle. It's a slap in the face to everybody for Urban Meyer to say, I didn't deliberately lie. But it's absolutely a slap in the face to Brett McMurphy and all the reporting that he's done. Who created the story? Well, Brett found the story due to everything that you were covering up. And as much as the domestic violence is the meat of this... The things that he did within the program that Urban Meyer covered up, that he knew about, those are the things that should have gotten Urban suspended. Or, pardon me, fired. He was suspended. This show was serious to start, whimsical in the middle, and we're finishing on a serious note. It's time for the hottest take of the day. It's time for the hottest take of the day. The hottest take of the day is someone big hire Brett Flippin' McMurphy. He's still getting paid by ESPN to put stories on Facebook! Journalism is getting beat on, man. People are bringing on the funk on journalism right now, and I will never pretend to be a journalist. Doesn't mean I'm not a fan. Doesn't mean that there's not a place for that. And I do think there's a difference between sports writers and sports journalists. Brett McMurphy's a sports journalist. When you have the second best, what, maybe, college coach harboring a pseudo-felon or a felon non-convicted felon in his football program, that's journalism, baby. And that's something that needed to be reported. And... The first question I asked was, when you're doing it, do you think about the university's reaction? Do you think about all of that? And he said, no, he didn't know it was going to be covered up. And it was deeply. So, all y'all out there, tell Brett that you loved him on the show. And thank him for doing his job. Because there's not enough people out there doing that job and doing it that well today. And the ones who are, are getting crapped on by the hashtag fake news movement. That was the hottest take of the day. Woo! Other crap. Preachy, baby. I don't want to go from that to anything else. So it's been 600 days since Pitt Basketball in a conference game. Now I'm feeling, I'm feeling inspired for journalism, baby. It's time for the three stars of the show, and we'll be announcing who won the Steelers-Titans tickets for Saturday at 4 o'clock. 
Third star. Tonight's third star of the show, Selective Amnesia. What do you make of Urban Meyer's memory lapses? Yeah, it's very convenient. Actually, I think a lot of college football coaches will (laughs) mysteriously come down with the same affliction. Uh, You just somehow, you're taking medicine for something and it affects your memory of uh, things like cheating and uh, whatever else, right? I mean, that's... It's a perfect affliction for college football coaches. Second star. Tonight's second star of the show, Brian LaMartina. Driving the ball up and down the field, stomping out bitches because they never yield. Black and gold goes through and through from big old Ben, A.B., and Juju. Steel is going to go to the big, big show. Get up off your asses because here we go. First star. And today's first star of the show and winner to two tickets to Steelers-Titans this Saturday, Paul Dog. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh, we know that one. Black and yellow. Let's get ready for a fight. Black and yellow. Baby blue and white. Baby blue and white. Baby blue and white. Oh, that doesn't even sound right, right? <laughs> Have you ever seen a Titan in Nashville? I don't remember seeing the Titan in Nashville, but they do have a zoo. Oh, wait, a zoo? What you say, zoo? Zoo? <laughs> the Nashville Kangaroos? Nashville Kangaroos, yeah, Nashville Kangaroos. That's what they should be called, the Nashville Kangaroos. But don't call them Joey's, because we got the porter. Yeah, he's the sack it up, <laughs> made to order. That's right. 784. In the 412, it's 784. In the 412, 26 what? 26 who? Ding dong, touchdown. That's all I got. <laughs> there was a moment there. He get I, Every time I hear it, I hear something else. There's a moment there where he gets away from the rap, and he just goes, Gangaroo. That's what they should be called. <laughs> <laughs> Just has a realization in the middle of his rap. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Congratulations to Paul Dog for having uh, the best, worst Steelers rap. Fabulous job, man. Fabulous job. In fact, I'd be willing to give him a little bit of Tom's salary every week if he were to rap. Oh, that's funny. I get a salary. <laughs> so he'd get nothing to rap. I would like you <laughs> to pay... Paul Dog, part of your earnings every week for him to rap on the show. We give him vending machine tokens. (laughs) That's what we give him. What? Vending machine tokens? (laughs) What? What? Zoo? Kangaroo? Kangaroo? (laughs) Holy hell. Every time I hear that, I cry. Don't call him a Joey because we got a porter. (laughs) Oh, no. Who let the dogs out? Thanks a lot to our fine guests today. Brett McMurphy at 620 kicked ass and really gave us a great understanding of his reporting and what's going on at Ohio State. Dan Wilkin as well from USA Today Sports. Read both of their stuff on the matter. If you feel like you don't know what's going on, you need a refresher, go back listen to the interviews. Go back and read their stuff because it was Excellent. Coming up next, don't know, but coming up tomorrow, we got our first call with Fat Jack. We're doing a gambling segment. How good are the Steelers going to be? Crowley Show.